Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Bye, pumpkin. Bye, pumpkin. This episode has been brought to you by thedrop.com, where culture, fashion, home, and skate meet. Don't forget to apply code here ASAP. One order is over $100 before you check out. That is H-E-A-R-A-S-A-P. A-S-A-P. Thank you for tapping into ASAP, another Sean Island podcast. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you subscribe, five-star rating, and write a review. And if you are new here, I'm your host, <laughs> Sean Allen. And next to me, I got my sidekick, downtown Tony Brown. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Glad to have you back. <laughs> you remember that episode we did last year when I predicted the Biden-Harris ticket? <laughs> when you predicted the Biden-Harris I did. I no, did. no, no. When I predicted <laughs> the Biden-Harris ticket. Nah, you you, you thought Kamala was going to uh, take it all the way. No. Well, yeah. And, and she's still taking it all the she way. Kinda, she kind of is. She's still on the ticket. That's my. That was my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She don't lose. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she don't lose. What's going to happen tomorrow? I think that we're going to be in for a, a long night. I think that just like in 2016, it could be some nail biters. But right now, I just feel like because of the 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 overwhelming turnout of early voters, right? we are in a good place right now. However, a lot of Republican people are not have not shown up because they don't want to do early voting ballots because Trump has pushed against it. So if these people now in the next, you know, have start to turn out tomorrow, you know, and just basically turn out the vote in person in, in spite of the COVID, then there may be some, you know, there may be some changes in the poll, you know, not in the, in the numbers. But right now, I really, real talk, I really do think that we are conditioned, I mean, in, in, a, in a place, when I say we, as Democrats, are in a place to take, to have a blue, like, blue, uh, blue, what do they call it, blue wall, or just a whole lot of Democrats win, including Biden and uh, Harris. So you, you, you're a positive? Are you saying that you think Biden and Harris are... Yes, I do. I, I have the faith that Biden and Harris have done the work. Like, right now, they, they've been in Texas, they've been campaigning. They, they're in states that have... That Democrats don't ever win right, and don't really right. even go to campaign because they know they can't win. Places like Texas, places like Georgia, you know, it's, these are states that have been, you know, read for God most of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, I do think that they, they, they're conditioned to win. And, uh, and I think that the, what they did this year is push people out, got people motivated enough to start voting early, almost a month in advance. A lot of people started voting October 5th. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I never I, I never voted early before. I always took joy in lining up and voting. And I voted early this time. And I was more conscious of the uh, mailing in and drop off because there's been a lot of scandal out here in regards to that. And I think, too, like, people, on one end, I want to say people are tired of Trump. But on the other hand, I think that people, <laughs> I see a lot of people still riding for Trump. And well, I, you know what? And I, and I honestly don't necessarily think people are riding for Trump. I think people, it's almost like people like to be antagonists and people like to oh, yeah, play that, that whole, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just, just, just almost fucking with people. Can I, right, cu I can cuss, right? right? 
Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. People, they're really just fucking with people. Because if you look at it, I mean, especially as a black person, I mean, if you're looking at all these rappers coming out, talking about they're supporting Trump, like, come on, really? Like, I actually want to talk to you about, you know, the rapper thing. Because Ice Cube said in several interviews, he said meeting with Trump didn't have anything to do with supporting Trump. He was just speaking with someone in charge who's ever in charge. And is that the same reason why Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? Could that be the same sense as Lil Wayne meeting with Trump? Okay, so let me just, let's just play common sense, okay? I, people going to tell you a lot of stuff. People going to say a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you use common sense, Trump has been in office for four years. Right. Why now? Right? Why now? Yeah. That's, that's the first question we yeah. should ask ourselves. Why now? Why did you, why is Trump, why hasn't Trump and you gotten together back in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, when, when we were actually marching and doing all this other shit, why were you not out there trying to be a black lady? It's just common sense shit you really gotta look at. Why now? Well, right now, well, let me finish and tell you, the reason right now is because people, they're trying to win the black vote. So to me, if you look at it, like I said on my uh, social media, I was telling people, I said, just look at it. Every week in the month of October, Trump has basically rolled out a hip-hop artist. Right. He rolled out. Kanye's been riding with him for a minute. And this is another. I mean, Kanye's been riding with him for a minute. Right. You know, and then you also had Ice Cube, but maybe three weeks ago. Then the next week you had 50 Cent. And then yeah. this previous week you had Lil Wayne. The, the, the most influential people in hip-hop. Exactly. Except Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. That's it. Yeah. But I'm, but 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 it's not even like they still the most influential. These are just people that have been the most influential. They're not the yeah. most. They're not, they're not Drake ain't out there. You know, Ludacris right. not out there. That you know, these are other people they went to that turned them down. Diddy not out there. Rihanna ain't out there. Rihanna not out there. Yeah, Beyonce true. and Jay Z not out there. It's a lot of people that's yeah, okay, not out there. Okay. So you not everybody's gonna sell out. However, right. if you look at the people who have actually subscribed and went to this, and this is another thing that I, I don't, I don't mean, I mean to throw this off, but I'm, I'm going to throw this in there because for black females, when Chrisette Michelle decided to perform for Trump oh, yeah. back in 2016, they the black community her. ate her the fuck up. And she's done. And she's done. Killed her career because she went to perform at his inauguration. Perform. Right. All she did was do. She's an artist. The same you, thing that they're talking the about. The same fucking thing. She so, did try so to get, exactly. have a conversation. So I cancer. always bring that to you know. Wow. I want people to just really just look, use your common sense. Don't forget so easily the shit that's already happened. Right. And I don't think it's fair. But well, you know we don't we don't respect black women anyway. So well, and that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. And I think that's also reason why he wouldn't meet with Kamala Harris to begin with. Wow. Because he came out saying the Democrats told him they'll meet with him after the election. That was not true. Kamala invited him to come meet. Yeah. And, he, and Not just him, but Snoop Dogg, D.L. Hughley, right. other artists that have used their platform right. in a political manner. Shout out to D.L. Hughley, too, because he's been... Yeah, been, been and, and not only that, and, when, and who's another one? Uncle Luke. Even Snoop Dogg kind of been a, a voice against Trump since he's been... Yeah, he always said fuck yeah. Trump. He ain't never been one of them Trump trained <laughs> right, people. Right, I mean, right. it been like, who was it? 50 Cent, I think it was, or was it Shaq? One of them bought Trump a, a fucking Bentley or something some years ago. Some stupid shit. Yeah. Like, why would you buy a motherfucker like that? But Coons. If, well, you cooning, at least. Yeah. You trying to kiss his ass. Right. This man is claiming to be a billionaire. He don't need a fucking car. How about you get that Bentley money to your fucking hood or somebody that looks like you who could actually use that? Right. That's the problem I have with these rappers. But again, yeah. it's what happens when we give these people platforms. We support them with our money and we give them platforms. They turn their back on us. Yeah. And if the if we really want to look go back in history, this is the same shit as how the niggas got slowed into sla- slavery to begin with. Right. We It was black people that sold black people into slavery. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just everybody was overthrown. Yeah, because you can't overthrow a bunch of niggas either. Because we some powerful folks. I, I hate to keep saying nigga when we talk. No, like no, this, that's real. But I'm just saying is that we really have to just use your common sense. Now I get a lot of people are fans of Ice Cube. Right. I love his music. You know, I ain't gonna say I love his music. I enjoyed his music for what it is. I enjoyed his. No, but we enjoy his film. We enjoy his, his. I mean, TV, he has yeah. some, you know, some films. But even that, that's low key. I'm gonna tell you, I'm low key side on that because I remember Barbershop. Remember in Barbershop when they had that scene? And I always, that never sat right with me. A lot of people, a lot of us laughed at it. And I just swept it under the rug myself. But it didn't sit right with me when they was talking about Martin Luther King ain't shit. I think it was Cedric Entertainer's character. Right. That came out talking about Martin Luther King ain't shit. Rosa Parks didn't sit on the bus. She talking basically in a disrespectful manner for comedy purposes on that platform. That wasn't necessary to me. Right. Why, why would you, so, so to me, 
to already have felt that way oh, about wow. one of yeah, his yeah, projects yeah, yeah, in barbershop. Yeah. Go back and I mean you can go back and yeah, look at yeah, the I film or you can about. look it look it up on YouTube. Yeah. They really to me and I guess they were trying to actually give off the the uh, the experience of being in a black barbershop. But being in a black barbershop, we don't get we that extreme. About, we are not putting down our black leaders. Yeah, no, and that's my thing is that don't criticize our black leaders even for the art of it. Right. Or for the sake of a joke. And then come out some years later and you actually own the fucking coon bus right. selling out to this white man who basically told what the Proud Boys, white supremacist guys to stand back, stand back and stand by. And you ain't going to acknowledge that. Right. That's a problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you talk about your black agenda. When you was on Roland, when he went on Roland Martin, he been on. And this is another thing. He's not just on. He's on a campaign circuit. Y'all don't people don't realize like he's going on CNN. He's on TV one on Roland Martin. He's going on these Fox, ho- yeah. uh, Claudia Jordan show. He's on all these different platforms. They got they ate him up on cocktails with Queens. Well, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. So, <laughs> I shout out to Claudia Jordan. Because you, you got to ask these questions. This is yeah. real talk, man. Just look at the. It's just like I said. Use your common sense. He, you're being played. The man is campaigning for Trump in the name of the Black right, Agenda. Right. And if you ask what is the black agenda, he have sh- he should have at least hit one bullet point when he's using this platform. He never has a, 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 a we can't, can, what, what do you know about the black agenda? Yeah, not at not all. Not a damn thing. Not a damn Because he man. has not even entered, he hadn't said the black agenda. And who put you over the black agenda? It's so many questions. Again, like I said, I loved Ice Cube's career path that he's had as far as music and film and what he's been able to, you know, do for our culture. But at the same time, I recognize game when, when I see game. And he's running game. And that's what it, it is. What, what's interesting to me, too, about these rappers coming out um, with the support, or these black, these big black figures coming out with the support for Trump, you know, nobody, who want, nobody wants to pay taxes. If I've been hearing that argument a lot. 50 Cent was honest but, uh, about his. He was like, nigga, I don't want to pay no more taxes. And it, it, but it, he was honest about his, you know, yeah. his approach. But he was not honest about Biden you know increasing taxes like that but you you would think that like ice cube lil wayne everybody in entertainment basically you would think that like their base supporters are middle class support people so why would they shit on their middle class support like ice cube wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the working class you know person Mm -hmm. black person in america or you know a person in the hood you know lil wayne wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you know the poor black people who support and buy his music and shit like that so why would they want to go shit on their base okay well and you know and support this man trump and then another thing too is like okay so if trump is you know quote unquote taking away i'm gonna say rights for a better term uh-huh. like a better term we can't we think that that base that Held the ice cubes and the, the, they held you down before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we can't support you no more being because under attack under this administration. Yeah, so why would you go support that? What? Even gonna, for as a business, you know what I mean? I'm like business wise and brand. Yeah, how are you yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I didn't understand but I'm gonna tell that. you this, like how, what you just said. So we have to consider the overall package of the career. In the beginning, we were black people were the ones that kind of put you on. No, Just, we did. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. tell you that now. But if you go back and look at their concerts, okay. their concerts are overwhelmingly white, right? And there's a little Wayne, definitely. That. Yes, and Fifty Cent. You, oh yeah, Fifty Cent too. They, these artists are oh, their concerts. A lot of times yeah. are overwhelmingly white because they have that doubt. They have they a lot of times they have the money to go to these concerts and it's in the bar. Oh right, and right, support right, them right. In that way, that a lot of times, and unfortunately for us in general. We are not going to necessarily, you know, we, we, we can't afford to a lot of times. Right. So sometimes hey, we, I got to burn that CD. Right. I got to burn that music. I got to somehow get it from the, you, you know. It was funny. For the I, low. I remember a 50 Cent concert. 50 Cent built his career off of the hood and, you know, being from Queens or where he's yeah. from and shit. And it's his concert tickets, times. like, nosebleed seats were like, this is back in the day, nosebleed seats were like $200. And I'm like... Kids in the hood can't come see this. Exactly, they can't afford this. Exactly, you know what I mean. So, so it wasn't for you to begin with. That goes to that goes to the point. You just this is another thing too. I was looking a couple of weeks ago. It was this article. I didn't I didn't save it because I went down this rabbit hole about the black vote. It was saying that only third. So the United States demographics is only what thirteen twenty or twelve percent African American. Yeah. yeah, I think it's thirteen. Like okay, so we're gonna be generous and say thirteen percent. So. Yeah. In this country, 13% of the population in the United States is African-American. Mm-hmm. And of the 13%, only 6% of them 
are eligible to vote or voted in the last election, six mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. So it's safe for me to think that the black vote really don't even count anyway. Has a black vote even put a president in office ever? Yes, Obama. Where? Barack Obama. Six percent of a vote. You have to, but it, see, that's another thing you got to consider too. Okay, there's hundreds of millions of people in America, right? And not everybody, half of that, the, the biggest uh, uh, voter uh, demo is the, the 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 demo that didn't even turn out to vote. Right. That that is larger than the number uh, of people who actually voted in right. these elections. Right. So if you still had, so again, the Democratic Party has been a success and only won when the black turnout is high. So here's the thing, like so where do where do most of the African Americans in this country live? Like in the what south? part in the south? Mm-hmm. The south is Louisiana, Demi- Mississippi. And it's red, historically Republican. So the black people who live in this country, they all live in Republican country, the Bible Belt, the South. Uh-huh. So it's like the, the the black vote really don't. No, it does count. But what you're getting at is a very. Go ahead, finish with your point. No. But what you're getting at to me, I feel like, is that the black vote don't turn out. That's the problem. So like you're saying, if they're so, if, so, so if what you're saying, Mississippi, Georgia, and all these different states. If black are, people vote in these states, they could potentially turn them blue. Yes. That's that is the point. That is the point. But because we've been so oppressed into thinking that we don't matter, our vote don't matter. They're gonna do what they're gonna do anyway, which is what all the trolls are telling you under these comments and under these different blogs and shit. Your vote don't matter. But all these people want you hold your vote, as Ice Cube said. Hold it for what, nigga? Right. What are you gonna do with it by holding it? You're taking your power away. No, you go out there because they—that's what they want you to do. They want you to hold your vote. They want you to not be able to vote because when she, when you do, that's when change happens. And that's how we got elected the first black president. Okay. Something we never thought we would see in our lifetime. But that it never I, had happened the, before. I, the black vote did not put Obama in office. Yes, it did. Yes, where? It did. Where? Yes, where? Did. Well, I have to get you the numbers, but I don't have the numbers. But okay, so, so you can Google that. The, so, the black vote, the turnout was the highest. It's been, and because of the turnout, that the turnout is the vote. Okay, so the tur- the voting turnout for Obama in two thousand eight, in two thousand two thousand eight, and what year? Twelve. Two thousand eight, two thousand twelve uh-huh. was the highest in black vote ever. I'm gonna. But look all there. the black votes are coming from one region, which is always Republican anyway. So why does it? You, I would think that the black vote would count more so, like in the swing state. Well, that is it. I mean, well, that, I mean, it's not. It's not just. And that's another thing. You got to be careful when you say "will only count so much in a swing state." No, black vote counts in California. Black vote counts in New York. It counts in. Nigga, so, Tony, if niggas don't vote, if black people don't vote in California, we st- it's still going to be Democrat. No, no, it's not. You can't. You can't assume that. You cannot assume that Orange County is heavily. So, so the margin, County. but the so you cannot assume that the margins it, are not that close enough for a. For six percent of a vote to change any type of yes, it is. You think you, so? You got to be careful. You got to be careful when people start talking about this and trying to dig go down a rabbit hole or trying to debate numbers and okay, debate okay. stuff yeah. like that. This is dangerous, enough, and I apologize. It, it is. I think it is yeah. dangerous because uh, again, it puts out a perceptive of a perception that uh, your vote doesn't matter. Wait, Pew Research did say only six percent of African Americans vote. Okay, and that's and, uh, yeah. And, uh, imagine if only six percent voted. Imagine if you had ten percent vote, twenty percent vote. If fifty percent of African Americans voted. Okay. okay. Well, wait, wait. Let me let me say my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 we got a black male president in there, right. out for six percent of us voting, that's just six percent of us voting, and we still got a black president. Imagine if. 20% turned okay, down, 30% okay. turned down. How much more power will we have Good in argument. this country? And if not, nothing else, how many, many more black people will we have elected? Because I know also having black person in power don't necessarily mean Good for black people. Look Be, at Kentucky. Look at look, look at, at look at yeah, uh, the we voted general. That nigga and he didn't do shit for uh, Breonna Taylor. Exactly. So I'm saying. So it's not always. Yeah. You know your skin color. So can't, it's been wait, really. Say, it does skin come folk down. Ain't always skin folk. Exactly. But at the same time, it does come down to the party and what the party stands okay, for. Okay. So let me. So let me clear that's this why up. I always tell people Democrats and Republicans are not the same. They're not two of the lesser evils. Right, right. Because one thing, and then when you say that also, you also try to, you diminish your brothers and sisters who are actually on the front lines running for these offices, running to change the stuff. So don't diminish them because you want to sit behind your computer and your keyboard and get some likes and some bullshit because that's, you're not doing no help to your community. You're not doing no help to yourself. You're doing more harm. 
And that's right. another thing I think people, I'm going to let you say that, say what your point was, but another thing people got to consider is who's behind these people that's posting this stuff on these keyboards. A lot right. of times these people aren't even in America. Right. Okay. They so they're, bots. They're, they, 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 yeah, they're bots and they pay bots a lot of they times. They're Nigerians. But they, yeah, I ain't going to just say Nigerians, <laughs> Russians. I'm joking. But I mean, but it, it, you're joking, but it's some truth to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it ain't yeah. just, you know, some shit we throwing out there for the sake of it. It's some truth to it. So, so you got to consider that. It's like people don't, they won't even uh, have a, uh, any recall, any, any kind of uh, recourse or, or, or it won't harm them one way or the other in right. our country collapses if our country falls or if right. we continue to be you know in harm's way with police brutality or what the bullshit is going on from this administration right i've always thought to you know do, looking at the numbers of like black, the black vote i've always kind of took it as okay we need more black people back to your point earlier you know we we do need more black people to vote um so that's what the pandering and campaigning for the black vote and that's why it's so important because black people don't vote or not enough or more can but vote. I mean, you had, it didn't, okay, this is another thing. Can we talk about pandering? Okay. Because I, I, that, that should be bothering me for real. But people be like, oh, they just pandering. They just trying to get the black vote. Duh. What the fuck? What? Do you not want them to pander? Listen, I don't even call it pandering. I'm saying you working to get my vote because you need to be working to get my vote. You need to be working overtime to get my vote. Yeah, you got to Because, appeal. and that's the thing. I don't understand how we say, we, we mock candidates for trying to get our vote and we call it pandering as if they're trying to sell out to get our vote or they're going to tap dance to get our vote. Yes, bitch, tap dance, do magic yeah. tricks, suck my dick to get my well, vote. But get my vote by any means necessary. I, and the reason I say that is because if you want this power, you got to come through me. So why would they be pandering and selling out to us if we didn't have no power when it came to voting? Right. That's the question you got to ask. Yourself. It's common sense. Why would somebody pander and kiss your ass and tap dance and do all this bullshit for you? That's not if it's not true to who they really are. Like they talked about Hillary Clinton because she said, I got hot sauce in my uh, in my bag. Swag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she got hot sauce in her purse. She all of a sudden pandering. No, she rocking around with hot sauce in her purse. But if y'all want to take it as pandering, take it as that and just say she's trying to relate to you because she's trying to get you basically get you to understand i'm trying to rock with you i want your vote otherwise she could just say fuck y'all and go do what trump did and go get these white people to be on her side because she's a white woman she ain't got to work for no black vote if the black vote don't count why is she working to get the black vote that's my point if the black vote don't count she can go work for the white vote but uh, i mean okay so so i I agree with that it counts goddamn no it counts (laughs) obviously it counts because they're trying to they've you know Try to suppress our vote. They try to stop us from voting, so on and so forth. But I think that the problem with the quote unquote pandering that these politicians seem to do to black people, we see Democrats do it more than Republicans to me. My because experience. Republicans don't believe that they can get the black vote, so they don't give a fuck to even pander. They don't care to even try to sway your vote <laughs> because they already know they can't get your vote. So what do they? Trump panders to white supremacy. Yeah. Trump panders to white trailer trash crackers. Yeah. I mean, not crackers, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Saltines. So, he panders to the pasties. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. that's all I'm gonna say. That's what he's done. So that's what he's doing. When you look at these rallies, you don't see us. But then, as you also look and turn around, you see a Kanye coming out kissing his ass. Yeah. Being a, a the, being a whole new episode of the Boondocks, you see Ice Cube being a whole new episode of the Boondocks, and why y'all even doing that when he's not even pander, he's not even coming after your vote. Right, right. That's my point. It's like why would y'all support somebody who don't even care to get your vote? Right. But what they do care is a photo image of so they can go out there and, 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 and push it to other yeah. people who are your fan base, millions of people, young youth that follow you. Right. Who don't necessarily, and a lot of times the youth don't turn out to vote, but they he's in hopes that, well, if I can get some of these hip-hop rappers, right, because right. hip-hop is mainstream. Yeah, it definitely is pop culture. It's mainstream, and, and people follow what a hip-hop does. Right. They every, It's been a proven fact. You can Google it. Yeah. Everybody knows that, and it's just music. I mean, back in the 80s, it was rock and roll, but rock and roll started with us, too, but I'm just saying people follow, they follow their favorite artists, whether it be actors, models, or whatever yeah. it is. It's that's very, you, very influential. That's what they're doing. They're yeah, following yeah. the influence. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it is. But I think the thing, though, is that these these politicians will, quote unquote, pander to African-Americans, the black vote and get in office and not do shit for black people. Now that is something that. OK, and that's a real concern. Yeah, that is a real concern. Now, you say something like that is like. That's legit. 
So right. don't come to our neighborhoods. Don't come to our churches. Don't make promises. Don't tell me you got hot sauce in your bag. And then turn around when we get you the elect, give you our vote, and you get elected and not do anything for us. Right. Don't hold up your and, and, and honestly, that is again. Unfortunately, I think that that is how a lot of politicians have. Even Trump, he promised them people a wall. Right. Ain't no wall in Mexico. <laughs> he made promises he didn't keep. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, and again, people say, oh, he's not a politician. No, that's a politician. You know, once you get into the ring of trying to get somebody's vote, you becoming a politician. So, again, that is a problem. I, I agree. Democrat and Republicans do not campaign on, on, on these different promises that you're not going to be able to keep. And if you, and, that's, and that was my problem with, uh, I know a lot of people going to get mad at this, but that was my problem with Bernie. Bernie yeah. Sanders, he made a lot of good promises, good promises. Right, no right. problem with free education and free health care and things like that. But how are you going to get this done? Right. Okay. And, and you never explained that. You never shared with how you're going to get it done. And I know one way to get that done is to have a Democratic. You got to have a Democratic team behind you, not a, a Democratic, not just an administration, but you got to have Congress. You got to have the House and you got to have the Senate. So that was what all I wanted to hear from Bernie. If Bernie could have said, well, we're going to flip these seats in the Senate. We're going to flip these seats in the House. And this is what this is the relationships. And this is what I'm doing. The groundwork I'm doing to make sure that happens. Then I could be like, oh, shit. All this stuff he's saying could actually come true. Because if he got these Democrats on board with him, he got a team around. No, no man is a, you know, no man is what they say. No man is an island unto himself or something like that. But no man can change the whole thing. We saw that with Obama. Obama couldn't do a lot of stuff because his hands was tied. Right, right. Now, unfortunately, Obama was in, Obama was in office for eight years. The first two years, he did have the Democrats in the House and the Senate. However, as the first black man coming into the door, he couldn't come in there like Donald Trump did. Oh, no. He definitely. couldn't come in there with that they reckless. They killed his ass. Okay. They, <laughs> yeah. they would not have allowed that to happen. Oh, hell so, no. Again, he had to play safe. So what happened was after he was in there for two years, they lost the Senate. And, you know, and eventually lost, you know, the House. So then now right. you, you have to deal with what can I do as just the president right. when I have a Republican. Check it, the, the, our government system is checks, checks and balances. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have the 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 executive branch, you have the judicial branch, and you have the uh Congress. I forget what it's called. Uh the that branch is called. But anyhow, you have you have the three the three different branches. And if the executive branch is Democrat but the other is Republican, it's just like, okay, what what can you get done? Right. That's well, that's why we haven't gotten our stimulus now. Because you got the house was the house passed the uh, second stimulus, which is uh, overseen by Democrats, Nancy Pelosi. She, they passed it back in May. Right. Okay. So here we are now, coming up on November. Well, we're in November now, and we still don't have our second stimulus. But the Democrats already said yes, give them a second stimulus. Republicans have been sitting on this shit. Right. Uh, Mitch McConnell, who's over the Senate, said back before the Fourth of July, we're gonna go on break. But after we return, we're gonna have a vote. Right. Right. Back and this was around the Fourth of July. Yeah. Right before the Fourth of July, and here we are, and we still don't have anything. And right. just, just the other week, he was telling Trump, don't make a deal. Don't give a stimulus. Right. And then Trump come out and say he's going to give the stimulus checks after he wins, after the election. Well, you can't hold out. So you're going to make us, you're going to hold us, so you're going to hold us hostage? Yeah, yeah. Hold, you're going to hold us hostage, yeah. dangle a carrot in front of our face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you vote for me, I'll give you this check. And, yeah. and as we've seen before, like I said, we've been, what, since July? That's four or five months ago. Like, yo. Yeah. There's a lot of people that's home, you know, become homeless, that's yeah. hungry, can't eat, can't yeah. pay, afford to pay their bills, all because y'all playing politics. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And that's 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 detrimental, man. Oh yeah, that's fucked up. And you, I mean, you don't care about the American people. But it makes people also not care about politics. Right. It makes our democracy basically look like a sham. So that's why a lot of people start to feel like my fuck vote these don't count. Fuck voting. Or yeah, like fuck voting. Fuck all of. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Because they fucking with me. And that's what a lot of times they are doing. It's not the, it's, but again, this is where I draw the line. Republicans and Democrats are not the same thing. Right. They're not the same thing. The Democrats have already passed the bill for the stimulus. However, the Republicans don't want to do right by the fucking people. Right. So they try to add some shit in there or try to do something that's not going to necessarily fly. And that's what, and that, you know, I mean, you just have to look at stuff like that. I mean, even when people would, uh, Say, I mean, go ahead. I don't want to keep. I can no, no. You, you're, you're. I mean, you're right. Everything you're saying, you're right. So, I, I, go ahead. You're very, you're very politically astute, and I have an issue too. So I, I feel like I feel like I know a little something about politics when I'm speaking to my friends. Then I speak to you, and it's like, oh shit. No, Tony no, knows but, a but lot. it's not. But I'm gonna tell you this. This is man. Politics is not hard. Religion is not hard. I'll say this right. about that too. I feel like really it's just a, a, a matter of thinking and not allowing somebody to tell you something and to jump on it. Like I could tell you something until you blew in the face, and I could be wrong. But because I'm so adamant and passionate about what I'm saying, right. a lot of people would subscribe to it. That's yeah. not how you should do. Right. That's not as a person, as a viewer, as a listener, as a, a researcher. That's not what you should do. Right. Just because you heard me say it, don't buy into it. Look it up for yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Verify that I I'm saying it. Fact check that everything research. that you hear. But at the same time, look at the common sense. You got to look at it, like because people like I'm gonna throw one thing out there like the crime bill. Okay, so I actually got something on that. Go about okay, it. Okay, so a lot of people would jump on this crime bill and be like, oh, Joe Biden, he's a man behind the crime bill. Okay, well, wait a minute. In 2016, y'all said Hillary Clinton was the woman behind the crime bill. So <laughs> right. y'all pick and choose, first of all, who's behind the crime bill. But if you really go back and knew your history outside of this YouTube research, this, what is it called? Kuan, whatever this conspiracy theory shit people been hopped on now and actually look at it, you would say, okay, in 1994 is when the crime bill was established, right? So, Bill Clinton didn't come into the White House until, what, 1993. So, and prior to Bill Clinton, the Democratic president, the first that we had had in 12 years at that point, you had George W. Bush Sr. and you had President Reagan, who did two terms. So, if you got 12 years of Republican leadership. Right. Okay. That fucked it, everything up. That's them fucked everything up. And you used to say that and you look at it how you could say maybe it was good for you. Maybe it was bad. But for me and for my people, when I say my people, I'm talking about black people. It was bad. It was when the crack era took off. Okay. Right. Crime crack was era, at its all time high. At, at its all time high from that. Okay. So and the crack era came into the black community in the well, 80s. And Reagan, and 80s Reagan. Doing Reagan. Yeah. From, you know, 81 to uh, for his eight years in term, 89. And then you had the, followed up by another Republican. George W. Bush came in from, I think, 89 to 93. So in that, they're, they're, they did what Trump has, is doing now. They filled the courts with Republican let's judges. Keep, let, let's, let, me, let me interject, too. Hmm. That was, that, th- those 12 years, crime was at an all-time 
high in this country. Well, because of the drug pandemic. Yeah, it was the worst. Well, that and then it came and it, and it, and it trickled down into the 90s. And it, it, it got actually to this worst, I believe it was 93, 94. Why, and one of the reasons why the crime bill was established to begin right. with. But the reason crime was so high was because of the drugs that came into the black community. Right. Okay. And 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 and, it, and for that, when you when people are on drugs, what are they? They become addicts, so yeah. they don't care about going to work. They don't right. care about family and just sustaining That's, and just yeah. being upstanding citizens. They're looking for their next hit. So y'all destroyed our community by doing that. And then when you did that, not only that, you started locking us up. And right. so okay, so and so let, let me just get back to the crime bill. So when you okay, so the crime bill comes into 1994, and the reason for that, and the Black Congressional Caucus supported it, our Black leaders supported it, our Black church pastors were also in the, on yeah. the pool in the pad, uh, on the pulpit supporting this bill. And the reason, and that was because we had a gang violence had taken over in the 90s. So in the 80s, you had the crack and the drug era. Yeah, Tom okay. Bradley supported it. That was the mayor of L.A. Um, the mayor of D.C. at that time was Marion. Yeah, Marion barely, and he got caught with crack too. <laughs> Man, so he it's supports just the crime like, so it's just yeah, like, come on yeah. now, the shit was. That's how bad crack was. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. had elected officials getting caught with that stuff. Right. So, and I'm talking about black elected officials. So basically, if the '80s is a crack era, and it followed that up by, behind that with an era of crime, with the gang era in the '90s, yeah. crime was obscene. Yeah, and because of that, our neighborhoods, our black communities, were being terrorized by our own brothers and sisters. Yeah, and so my grandmother couldn't walk decay. to the grocery store right. in East End in Little Rock. Right. She couldn't go nowhere. And she had to, you know, we had to go over there to get her because she couldn't go out out of fear. Right, out of fear of her, of other black people. That's not right. Uh, so what? Yeah. That, that's what. That's one reason why the crime bill came along. Now, did it have a lot of different things, measures in it? Yes, and that's that, the problem. Right. And that's the problem that I, I bring back up to now with the stimulus bill. Republicans are always like, "Oh, we'll pass it," but you're gonna put our. We want to put this in there. We're gonna dump this in on the bill. We want to, right. you know, block this. We want to add this to it. And Nancy Pelosi saying, "No, right. she's not playing them games." Right. You know, it's for the people, and so. But a lot of people get mad at Nancy Pelosi and say, "Oh, well." Well, they all the same. She like she, she. I need to feed my kids. Yeah, we know you got to feed your kids, but she want to make sure you feed your kids and that your kids also don't end up in jail, right? Or in in the system by these other little measures that's been added to this bill that Republicans are attacking onto it, and right. that's what happened a lot a lot of times with the crime bill. And so I, back to my point on the crime bill is when you had twelve years of Republican leadership, they filled the courts with Republican conservative uh, judges. So judges are the people who actually lock up black. And black, brown, white, or whoever. Okay, right. so if the courts are filled with Republican conservative judges like Amy Comey Bryant, the lady who just got you know nominated for the Supreme Court right. by Trump, if you fill in the courts up with these type of people, of course what do you think is going to happen up. when you in, land in front of them and you got you standing before the judge and they already feel like you a stereotypical nigga? Right, right. They already feel like you know I'm I already know what I'm gonna do with you, right. but they let Stevie, little white boy up the street, come in there and go back home. Right. But you got to spend the night in the court. Right. You got to spend the night in the jailhouse. Why is that? That's right. systematic racism. They treat you different than they're going to treat their own kid. Right. You know? So yeah. that's the issue I, I hate that people don't understand and didn't look at is that in 1994, the, the courts were filled with conservative judges. Yeah. And, they, and systematic racism is still a thing today. So just imagine how bad it was then. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's. Again, I'm not trying to make excuses for the crime bill. I'm just trying to give you a, a broader perspective of what the crime bill was. Because it we just, know you guys ain't go research it. Because it, it just wasn't a bill to say, oh, it locked up black and brown. He wanted to lock up black and brown people. No, the motherfucker didn't. He actually wanted to make the community, our community safer because our communities were becoming hell, hell right. holes. Right. Un unsafe. Yeah. I mean, I remember I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. They did a whole HBO documentary called Banging in Little Rock. I remember when that. Bill Clinton decided <laughs> to run for president, they sent HBO came there and did a documentary trying to basically paint the state, the little the city that Bill Clinton is from was the governor of. He was the governor of Arkansas. So basically they came there to paint our city and state as some crime infested place. And if you elect this man to be your president, yeah, your this is what be. your country's gonna look yeah. like. So they came there to paint Arkansas. 
at some gang violent place. I remember that. And I, I would, and we, and of course, growing up, there, I was like in the seventh or eighth grade. I remember seeing people I went to school with and look, laughing at these fools because I'm like, yo, that's that's how, that's poo. <laughs> God rest his soul because he eventually did get past, you know, because gang violence, gang life that yeah. will you end up in jail or you end up. You guys dead. have Bloods and Crips out there. Yeah, and they and they came from L.A. <laughs> oh shit! They had a dude from L.A. I forget his name. Uh, I forget his name. Shit, but he came from L.A. It's on, if you go back and look at the documentary, it's, yeah, it's, it's on, on there. YouTube, he moved from uh, L.A. to Little Rock, basically, I guess, trying to change his life. But he didn't change his life. He just brought that shit with him. Right, right. So you had that, but it wasn't just black gangs. I mean, I mean, there was an Asian gang. It was a dude that sat right behind me in class who. I'm talking to, and then the next night I see him on the news, and he'd have murdered the, uh, the postman. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking, like, yo, that's what's your name from class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's almost like you just really had to have lived it, not through YouTube, had to have grown up in the 90s and lived in the 90s yeah. to have understood what was going on at that time. Yeah. So that's, it was necessary. The crime bill was necessary. Or, or, you know, and that's why I think the Black Congressional Caucus supported it. I think that's why Black Pastors supported right, it. Right. And I think that's why Joe Biden supported it. I mean, black people and supported the crime bill. We did. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like what Tupac said. It's like Tupac said, we, 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 we don't, we don't fear, we, we don't want to uh, have to fear the police. We need security in our neighborhoods too. Right. We, we want to feel safe in our neighborhoods too. Yeah. We don't want to feel like, you know, hostage or, or prisoners in our neighborhood. Right. So we want police to do their jobs we just don't want to be their target when we're you right. don't don't lump us all as the same thing right, and that's right. what they did yeah. you can't look oh your black skin makes you a criminal no it doesn't right does your white skin make you a racist right i want to hear them i want them to ask themselves that if you white ask yourself does your white skin make you a racist no it doesn't right so my black skin does not make me a criminal necessarily right. so don't treat me as such if you don't want me to treat you like you some racist then don't treat me like i'm some kind of criminal I always say too, when we have these conversations, we always have to follow up with the systematic racism and you know the institutionalized racisms that have been put in place that allow these crimes and these lifestyles to flourish and happen. We wouldn't be doing these things in our neighborhoods if we had resources, jobs, you know, the financial stability right. or you know the Black Wall Street. You know what I mean? Yeah. We these crime is crime happens in you know, lower impoverished areas because of the, the lack, lack of, of resources. Exactly. Lack of jobs. And lack the lack of, of jobs and the lack of resources yeah. are because of, education. you know, racism and lack of access to education and, did I say systematic racism? Yeah. But you know, I'm going to piggyback. Go ahead. I'm going to piggyback on what you're saying. Okay. Because also, the crime bill wasn't the only thing that the Democrats did. Right. To change the whole drug era right. and the gang era that was happening. Bill Clinton created the most jobs any president had at the time. I think a, a, even now, 18.6 million jobs were created under the Bill oh, under wow, Clinton administration. That. That's the most. Right. I believe any president, I know at the time any president had. Hey, actually, that's when a lot of us bought homes too in the Exactly. 90s. And that's when my thing was, I mean, however, I know hindsight is twenty twenty because it was a housing bubble popped and all this other shit, but you have to look at the intent and what happened in the moment was <clears throat> black folks was owning homes. A lot of black wealth in the nineties. A lot of black black people were get, getting jobs. Atlanta. The, thank you. Atlanta started to boom. Places like that type of yeah. shit happened, and people gonna say, "Oh, well, they ain't got nothing to do with the president." It does. It, has it, everything it all do. trickles down, baby. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. talking about trickle down economics. Yes, the fuck it does. If you look at how, if it does, and this is one thing I always always say too when people try to say the president doesn't have anything to do with the local, it does. I'm going to look at if you look at the example Obama was when Obama was in office, he brought in hope and change and this whole thing that things are possible. You look at when Trump is in office, what has what has where has the country gone? We living in hell right now. Right. We in a quarantine pandemic. pandemic. We dealing yeah. with racism pandemic. Uh, Black Lives Matter. We having to march every time you turn around. Police brutality. The police that amped up their shit. And who's been the one pushing them to do that? Your president. Trump. Yeah. So it does trickle down from the president. He sets the the, the uh, tone, the tone yeah, of the country. Definitely. And not just the country, but the world. The world looking at us fearful of what's going to happen to them because of what's happening to us. If right. it can happen to us, then they feel like, well, damn sure going oh, yeah, to happen to us. Because it's America. You're supposed to be the most powerful yeah, bitch uh, on America's the planet. America's been this sh <laughs> shiny light on the hill yeah. for so many years, for so many decades, right. centuries at this point. America's been that place of hope. 
yeah. it changed. Now yeah. motherfuckers don't want to come here because they looking like shit. Y'all <laughs> killing each other. Right. And not only that, but we can't even wear a mask to save our own ass. Right. Because our president, I mean, it's he a joke made, time. He's made everything a joke. So yeah. again, it does matter that you vote for your presidents and you vote for your locals as well. You vote for your representatives. You vote for the judges. You vote for yeah. the per- people that's over the head of your, your school district, your colleges. You got to you got to and you got to look at all the props and the measures. That's another thing, too. I, you know, I'm black. I'm a black man. I'm from L.A. We don't pay attention to, you know, we're all ha- amped up and excited about or scared about the election and what's going to happen tomorrow. But we don't participate in our local government at all. And then we stop having these conversations. We stop we stop having our foot on these politicians next, you know, once we get them in office. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, nigga, why are we having these conversations a month before why we, election. Yeah, or why are we having to... This is another thing that bothers me. Why are we still having to go out in March? Yeah. It's 2020. Why are we still having to right. go out in March? Now, I'm not saying... We should march, you know, don't... Protest, we, definitely Definitely protest. protest. But my thing is this. Your vote is your power. All the marching in the world is just marching in the world. Until you actually put pen to paper right. and you actually do the work and you read what the hell is going on, you got to read, people. That's what we don't... Most of us, a lot of us don't research. like to read. You got to... Un- and when I say read, read till you get an understanding. So don't just read it and glance over it like how sometimes I would do when I'm reading the Bible. I read it, you know, when I was a kid, my mama tell me to go read the Bible. I read it and I go put it down. I read it, mama, and go sit down. And then she come back and ask me to explain it. I couldn't explain nothing because <laughs> right. all I did was read it. I didn't even try to gain an understanding. Right. And the reason that I couldn't gain an understanding is because sometimes when I was reading it, it was like in biblical, thou shalt not die. And I'm like, wait, yeah. that ain't how I talk. So <laughs> it wasn't my language. Right, so I'm right, saying right. when you are voting on these measures and these props, you make it your language. You read it till you get an understanding. You, if you can't, if you can't sit down and look and understand it, because again, a lot of times it is legal jargon. So right. some of this stuff is intentionally worded the way it is for you to not understand. For you to not understand. It. Right. So if you and and that's again. Every time you turn around, there's so many loopholes to block you from getting justice and from gaining power. Okay, from the simple way of wording shit on the ballot, ballot, it's in legal jargon. Most people are not going to be most people. If you didn't graduate from some college or or have some kind of degree, you probably I'm not going to even if you got a college degree, you probably can read and still not understand what's on it. Right. So that's the thing I said, and that's the beauty of being able to vote early is that you can while you while you were at home, pull up the computer, you can research if it's a word you don't understand. You can research it if it's a candidate's name you don't you're not familiar with. You can research. You can go to their Instagram page. You can go to their Facebook. You can Google them. The way you Google your baby daddy, the way you Google your girlfriend, <laughs> Cardi B wife, the way you Google your 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 coworkers and how much they make it, you, whatever you can Google these people and dig up the stuff and find out. Okay, well this is what you said ten years ago. You can go to the Twitter, dig up they shit the same way you dig right. up these housewives stuff and be like, oh, I remember she said this in nineteen ninety two. Right, right, right. Well, you need to be doing that about these people who's trying to have power over you. And these props, and these props. Are you, are are there any props that in particular in California that you? Well, are? I mean, props are something that uh, I feel like to each his own. Because I, I when I was doing my research on the props, and I was I used this uh, site called VotersEdge.org, and in it you put in your zip code and. Uh, and basically, in your, I think it's like, you don't have to put your address. You can put an address nearby if you don't trust the system. But you put in the address and your zip code. And it will basically pull up the people, all the measures that's going to be in your community, the local uh, uh, candidates in your community, whether it be judges, representatives, whoever. And uh, you can read, go down and read th- about them and as well as the person that's running against them. And you can even click on a button that says compare. And then it'll give you a breakdown from like the pros and cons on this person or the prop. And the pros and cons on taking voting yes and no on the prop. So that's the beauty of it is that there are engines out there on the computer that you can use and actually do your research. That's simplified to the point that it's trying to break down this legal jargon and this and they in these uh, all this other stuff that's set up basically really kind of to suppress your vote. It's kind of helping you break that down and decipher what is it really saying for me. So if I vote no, this is what uh, this is what will happen. This is what it's going to cost me. This is what it's going to cost my community. If my child ends up before Dr. Judge Lee Wu, 
That's just a fig, you know, a fig, that's just a name I made up. <laughs> but if my child ends up in court before this judge, this is what I'm dealing with. Right. And you need to know if this judge was once somebody that was part of the Proud Boys or this judge was somebody who once wore blackface in college or because that type of shit is out there. Right. But we don't know that sometimes until we now in the streets marching for justice right. for your child. And it was something that we were supposed to vote on to pay attention. You voted that motherfucker <laughs> in the office. Yeah. Look, at, look at the brother I mean, in Kentucky. Daniel Cameron, prime example. Exactly. You voted him into office. Because but- he was black. <laughs> Well, I mean, and I ain't, but he was a Republican, though. Right? He's a Republican. But That's, they voted because he was black. They voted him because he was well, I, black. And I'm, and I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound ignorant to you, to whoever. But I'm a, I, I'm like Issa Rae. I'm a bet on black. Uh, okay, so if it was, but however, that also, and I say that, like I said, it sounds ignorant because betting on black does not always mean you're betting on black. I mean, that's because a prime which, example. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I understand why people who maybe at the time didn't realize the importance of doing their research or didn't realize it. And I hate the word research. To me, it sounds yeah. so uppity and so bougie and so condescending and so just like like you want to be know it all, bitch. Do your research. No. Yeah. Uh, the the research thing it does it does have a tone. Do your research. But you know what? I I been going through a lot with my friends too because. It's a luxury to not know anything about politics and it's a luxury to not know anything about policy. And it's offensive when I talk to my friends who have children who aren't aware or who now want to have the conversation, you know, five days before the election. That's very offensive to me. And I don't have children and you don't have children. Yeah. And I see how positive and not positive. I see how knowledgeable you or are. Engaged. It's not even so much. And that's another thing. What did you say? I say engaged. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. just more engaged, but but you also got to consider what you're saying. I, and I'm not trying to make excuses for people, but the fact that when you do have children, when you have jobs, and when you have so many other responsibilities, trying to decipher what's good and what's bad in politics right. is almost to you the least of your worries until they become your main worry. And there's a lot of times they become your main worry when it's too when late. It's too late. Yeah. But again, that's also how the system has fucked so many people. Like you're saying, I understand families like you we talk to our friends and family who don't know anything about what's going on. I remember when I was I mean Kamala was running for is it okay? Yeah, yeah. I remember when Kamala Harris was running for uh back last year and I would mention somebody back in October that Kamala Harris and they were like a black woman running? They had no clue. And this, and this woman has been running. This is October. This woman had been running since January. January right. 21st. Right. She got into the race. So for 10 months, this woman has been on the campaign trail. And you mean to tell me you didn't know there was a black candidate, a black female candidate on the ticket? No. And these are educated people. I feel like the most people who, the, the people who are not educated or knowledgeable when it comes to politics are the ones who are most affected. Does that make sense? The ones who don't know, because uh, uh-huh. going back to my fr- my friends who have children and families and shit like that, I'm like, you should be like a a, a political junkie. policy guru right. and junkie because your children are going to be affected by, most. you know, the your lack generation. of knowledge and, you, you know, if you're going to vote or what you vote for, so on and so forth. So it is very, it is very, what can I say? It's offensive and it's, you know. It's it's something that I think that it's sad. It really is sad. It's a disappointment. I mean, it really is. But again, I I I I, I don't say that to be judgmental on the on the person. I say that to say we got to do better, and we got to look ahead before we have to get out in March. Before we have to be come a hashtag. We got to make <laughs> right. our election and voting a hashtag. We got to it got to be just as important because that's where our power lays. You know, because God forbid I could walk out and something could happen to me tomorrow or today or whenever. And I'm not here to be a voice pushing for people to go vote or voice to pushing for people to be in some, uh, you know, just engaged and active in their communities. So. So then who does it? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you have to really just be concerned about your well-being and the well-being of the future of the country. And I know for some people, it, I remember there was a girl who uh, I knew who said, well, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't vote because she said, I don't own my own business. I don't, I'm not worried about, you know, I don't have to work for nobody. It's no Did concern she have children? to me. Huh? She, she has no children. No. Okay. She has no children. She is married. And um, there's another thing that I, I, I find interesting because she's married to a woman. So again, 
Look, you only got a, were oh, able to yeah. marry that woman because, because of, of votes. Votes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're able to be so a business owner because still, of uh, of votes, and because <laughs> yes, and because of and yes. So yeah. it. So, but now here we are in 2020. Yeah. And nobody can come to your business because nobody has money, and because of this pandemic and how it's been handled by these people that were voted into office. Yeah. Now, how's your business doing? Right. You right. fucked. And if and again, if our votes didn't mean anything, they wouldn't try so hard to suppress them. In the story, it's them. common sense. That's 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 period. Yeah. In the story, yeah. if your vote didn't mean something, anything, they wouldn't try so hard to suppress it. Right, right. And right. they try in every way, whether it be all the way down from them blocking you in lines, from shutting down voting site, right. uh, polls, even to the part of the legal jargon. And that's not necessarily saying it's voter suppression. I'm not saying the, the way the, the the props and measures are worded are, is voter suppression. It, however, is in in intimidating to some people who can't understand oh yeah well it was created for we didn't we we you know the time when we started this whole system of voting we didn't have the education black people didn't have the education that stuff that language is written and created for the people who well and and, and, honestly i really feel like it's written and created for lawyers it's just like if you read the back of uh your ingredients on shit that you get from the grocery store (laughs) You read all that stuff, nobody, please, if somebody know how to read the stuff that's on the back of their stuff <laughs> and actually grasp what it is in the right. blink of an eye, as you reading it, as you're in the standing in the checkout or you standing in right. line, you don't know what you're reading. You don't know even what you're putting right. in your body. It says coloring one, two, three, four, five, and seven, and it's some words <laughs> you can't even ex- right. pronounce. And then you look at it, and it's about, and it's about, it's a big cluster of words. So it's really a cluster of words. It looks like a cluster fuck. So you, what do you do? Instead of trying to figure it out, you say, well, shit, let me just get it. I like the way it tastes. (laughs) And you go about your business. Right. The same thing we do when we vote. Right. Well, let me just get it here. I like the way that name sounds. Let me go about my business. It says Tyrone. I voted for Tyrone. We're being signaled to wrap up, though. Cool. Let me, let me ask you this. So who do you think is going to win tomorrow? Kamala Harris. Oh, I mean Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, I'm scared, man. I'm I'm kind of concerned. No, I well, no. You got to keep faith. You got to keep hope alive, as uh, you know. Jesse Jackson would say, "Keep hope alive," and and, and Obama always said, and you know, his campaigns is you know, hope is you know, it's just something that you got to hang on to. It's just like if you don't have that, what do you have? You know, I know, and 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 also. You know, God forbid if the Democrats didn't win. Right. Man. <laughs> I mean, God forbid, you know, it's almost like, okay, for the next four years, you might want to hold on to your pain, hold on to everything you got. And then not only that, this might be the way that we're living right now in quarantine. It might be the way of the future. Right. You know, it might be as long as oh, we yeah. continue to allow people who don't know how to manage a pandemic or manage situ- crises and uh, uh, crisis and just different things that we experience right when you know that we can't expect the unexpectancy when we put people like that into place you never know what you're gonna get what do you suggest to our listeners who haven't voted yet to do as soon as possible if you haven't voted yet as soon as possible i would actually get on my computer or find a way to learn what's on my ballot research those issues and decide which side you're going to stand on, you know. And when you decide to pick a side to stand on, stand on it, pray about it, and then go get in line. Prepare yourself. Take your snacks. Take your lawn chair if you need to. <laughs> you have your phone fully charged. Yes. Have your phone charged. Have you a water. Have you a lawn chair. So basically put all that shit in the backpack, stand in line, and just get it done. I mean, and for sometimes you, and I say that because just to prepare for that, it don't always take everywhere you go. Everywhere you go is not going to be an hour wait. Everywhere you go right. is not going to be a two-hour wait. Right. Some places you go, you can do this shit. If you go, walk you in and walk, out. walk in and walk out. So yeah. I, I know a lot of times people sound like, I ain't got time for that. It's not like that everywhere. So don't let everybody make you feel, or let the news or people make you feel like, oh, my God, it's something to fear. Like, no, actually just go and get it done. Sometimes you walk in and you walk out. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours. So I say to prepare for that two hours by taking a chair, if you got to stand in line, wear your mask, take your hand sanitizer, and just be prepared and pray, you know, hope for the best. And, you know, come November 3rd, November 4th, hopefully we wake up to a brighter day. Okay. And on that note, where can they find you? Okay. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And on both, my my uh, name is Why Not Bro, spelled Y-N-O-T-B-R-O. And yeah. 
That's it. All right. And again, thank you for tapping in, Apple listeners. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Amazon. Hit that follow button. See you guys in the next one. Thank you for tapping in. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.